You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday, September the 24th, 2019. I've amazingly gone ahead in time because the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks That game is not over yet at the time of this recording. (laughs) I do what I can, you know. It's it's one of those things. So, we uh, got some listener calls to get to. I put out there, what was your favorite um, moment from the Cubs series, the Cubs weekend thing? The Cubs sweep the thing, right? (laughs) Oh, man. So, lots to uh, talk about today. So, currently at the time of this recording, the Cardinals leading the Diamondbacks 6-3. Wayno just gave up a single uh, to Josh Rojas, which uh, drove in uh, Domingo Leba. Jared Dyson's on third. There's only one out. It's still been a home run show, though. Uh, Goldie hit his 32nd home run of the season, knocking in a couple of more RBI. And uh, he's now, I believe, six away from 100 and sitting on 32 home runs. The batting average, probably not what we were expecting it to be uh, heading into the season. But I don't think you can argue with that production. Adam Wainwright, uh, he's at 87 pitches again at the time of this recording through four and a third innings. He's not that great on the road, but uh, we're doing okay. It's doing okay right now. Yachty hit another big two-run bomb as well. Uh, Okay, so we're still going to be talking about the Cubs. We're still going to be talking about the Cardinals and that series over the weekend. I've got a bone to pick with um, several several media outlets. First and foremost, though, before I forget, because I usually forget at the top of the show, Rate, review, and subscribe to this uh, podcast and Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. You can uh, shoot me an email, moose at onairwithmoose.com. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? You can uh, find us on Twitter at LockedOnSTL. And uh, you can also call. Leave us a voicemail. We're going to be hearing from a couple of you. Uh, I got a text and a couple of calls. Uh, that number is 615-499-6690. Again, this is Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. And uh, I listened to MLB Network Radio today. I listened to a couple of Cubs podcast today just to uh, kind of get perspective on just exactly what happened over the weekend. And the stat that's been bandied about on probably every single stat of the day bit that's ever been done is the fact that the uh, Cardinals, uh, they haven't swept the Cubs in a four-game series in Wrigley since 1921. Uh, Eduardo Escobar also hit a single off Wayno. It's now 6-4. to four. Maybe time to get that hook ready. Um, but anyway... They, they, a lot of these people, Casey Stern, I'm looking at you, man, though he wasn't as bad as some. 
they don't want to give the Cardinals any credit. They don't want to give the Cardinals any credit at all. What they want to do is they want to give the Cubs all the credit in the world for the Cardinals' win. Oh, the Cubs beat themselves. Oh, the Cubs made the wrong moves. Oh, Joe Madden doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, Joe Madden looked uh, deranged. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody wants to give credit to the fact that the Cardinals' run prevention is now third in all of Major League Baseball. Makes it kind of tough to beat a team when they don't let you score any runs. You know? Um, they didn't want to give any credit to the timely hitting that the Cardinals had going on. What they wanted to do is talk about how, well, if the Cubs were at full strength, if Chris Bryant had been his normal self, if Anthony Rizzo had been his normal self, if um, Javi Baez had been healthy, then they would have trounced the Cardinals and they would be back to postseason glory. And then they had the actual nerve to talk about the fact that, you know, guys like Tommy Edmond don't really belong in the same conversation. And I'm not saying he does by any means, but it was just really disrespectful because Tommy Edmond is one of the hottest hitters on the planet right now. The dude is batting outside of his mind. Having a great September. Definitely in a place on the postseason roster. You know, the other story about all this isn't so much the fact that the Cardinals had one of the most up-and-down seasons, the worst May that I can remember. Some of the worst offense, some of the worst pitching in the first half, and yet they still lead the division. Yet, here they are going back to the postseason for the first time since 2015. But Let's talk about the Cubs some more. Let's talk about the darlings of the MLB. Because that's really what it is. I mean, I mean, it really is. You know, you take a look at Major League Baseball's Twitter. You know, most of the season, most of them, pretty much everything last season, they even made fun of themselves. You know, like people tweeting us in our timeline, seeing too much Javi Baez, shaking my head, best player in baseball, or whatever it is they said. It's as, you know, they want... They want the Cubs to be successful for whatever reason. Maybe they think it's more financially beneficial to Major League Baseball. Maybe it's because they're in Chicago. Maybe it's because it's a team full of personalities. And it is a team full of personalities. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take that away from them. They might be a bunch of whiny crybaby personalities, but it's still personalities. You know, why you want to celebrate a player like Javi who loves to show everybody up at the moment you show him up. Oh, no, we can't be doing that. It just really kind of makes me angry that the Cardinals are getting very little credit on this. We're talking about three come-from-behind victories. Three. We're talking about sweeping the Cubs, knocking them out of division contention. Sure, there's like a 2% chance they can rally and come back for a wild card. Very doubtful it's going to happen with the few amount of games that's left. But it could happen. They don't want to talk about that. What they want to talk about is the Cubs' legacy. What was this team like? Apparently, there's rumors going around they're going to blow the team up. Madden's going to be gone. Epstein's going to be gone. I saw somewhere 
You know, people are already speculating if Epstein's going to go back to Boston. And to me, it's just, it's frustrating. Because like we talked about in yesterday's episode, the model franchise is St. Louis. It's not Chicago. You know, you think about back to 2017 when the when the Cubs clinched the division on uh on at Bush Stadium. They pretty much tore up the Visitors Clubhouse. Ransacked it, very disrespectful. You saw what happened when the Cubs uh, clinched a playoff spot at Wrigley. Very subdued. And sure, a lot of people are probably going to say, oh, the Cardinals take themselves too seriously, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I want to say. Why don't you act like you've been there before? Why don't you act like you got some respect for the game, respect for your teammates? Maybe that's the difference with the Cubs. Maybe the difference with the Cubs is, is they've got uh, more and more just regard for themselves above the game. I don't know, but it's very annoying. The postseason is better without the Cubs. I don't care what anybody says. That is final. Uh, another quick score update. Again, at the time of this recording, it's 10.35 p.m. Arizona's got some rallying going on. Wainwright's uh, laboring. He's almost at 100 pitches through uh, four and two-thirds innings. The bases were loaded. Jake Lamb hits a sacrifice fly. Rojas scores. It is now 6-5. to five. Hey, the job ain't done yet. The Cardinals still got to win these games. The Cardinals still have to come through. The Cardinals still have to get, their, uh, get the business done uh, because you still got to win the division. The, uh, the Cubs, or not the Cubs, well, the Cubs are coming to Bush Stadium, but the Brewers, the Brewers aren't going anywhere at all. Nowhere. Still got to make those wins. Hey, make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seat app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of $100. Make some memories that last a lifetime. And, uh, yeah, you can get $100 there by uh, going to the website and enter promo code KICKOFF to receive a discount of up to $100. All right, this is Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We do get your uh, your voicemails coming up. And, uh, yeah, so don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. 
Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, it's Moose, jump of the gun a little bit there, apparently. And uh, again, you can call and contact the show, 615-5, well, let's see, 615-499-6690. That's 615-499-6690. I said five because uh, that's part of the number uh, from someone we're about to hear from. They didn't give me their name. But uh, they did want to uh, give their thoughts on that uh, Cubs series over the weekend. Hey, Moose, just tuned into the Monday episode of Locked On. Uh, great weekend. It was awesome. It, they had me on the edge of my seat all weekend. They had me hold my breath, but they pulled it out, and I think it's probably the best weekend of the year to be a Cardinals fan. But I think the most defining moment of the whole weekend just absolutely had to be the back-to-back home runs by Yachty and then the young. I mean, just go back and watch that and look at the dugout, and you can't tell me those guys aren't ready for some postseason ball. And everybody says, oh, well, you know, maybe they're not the best team going in. But my response is always, hey, we did it in 2011, and it's a whole new it's a whole new season when postseason starts. So I'm really excited for another Red October in St. Louis, and go Birds. Thank you. All right. Hey, you know what? He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. Uh, a red October is always a good October. And the Cardinals are going to be the most dangerous team in the postseason. Here's why. Nobody is expecting them to do good. Nobody. Everybody's expecting them to go in there and get trounced by the Braves. If they make it past the Braves, they expect them to get trounced by the Dodgers. And if for whatever miraculous reason... The, they make it to the World Series. The Yankees or Astros is going to take care of business. But for whatever reason, the Cardinals are not the favorites in the postseason. You hear it all the time on the radio. Eh, I can't really pick the Cardinals, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? The Cardinals are the most fundamentally sound team going into the postseason. Third best in run suppression. They're better than the Astros at run suppression, run prevention. They got one of the best pitching staffs in the majors. One of the best bullpens in the majors. Sure, the offense is a little spotty, but you know what? Short series, guys get getting hot at the right time. You never know what could happen. And just like he said, the postseason is a whole new season for sure. Uh, All right, let's go with uh, Kevin from Orlando. Hi, Moose. This is um, Kevin from Orlando. I was calling because I just now heard your Monday episode, and I wanted to ask you, you after the uh, series with the Cubs that just happened and the four-game sweep and the fact that um, Carlos Martinez even uh, participated uh, in it pretty well and everything, I was wondering when or if you might have changed your mind as to whether or not Carlos Martinez should be in the postseason roster or not. what if he continues to do well this week or whatever? Will you change your mind on the postseason roster for Carlos Martinez? I know you said in your last episode you weren't going to talk about him, but after you know some good things that you said about him, I was beginning to wonder if you might be uh, changing your mind about the postseason roster for 
March. So uh, I look forward to uh, hearing your response. All right, Kevin uh, from Orlando. Here's the deal about Carlos Martinez. Uh, he had the rough outing on Thursday and gave everybody heart palpitations. There might have been a, even been a few strokes. Uh, Jack Flaherty might have possibly been at risk to go to jail for assault. Uh, and as much as I, I and as much as I have my issues with Carlos Martinez, he did redeem himself on Friday and Saturday. And here's the other thing about the guy. Uh, it's it's not that I don't think he's a good pitcher. I think he's a great pitcher. Um, as far as being on the postseason roster, I think it's a no-brainer. I, he he probably is going to be on the postseason roster, um, despite the erratic behavior sometimes of when he comes out. You don't know what which Carlos you're going to get. Uh, there's still some value in there. I mean, it's almost a case of, well, who else are you going to put in there? You know? Um now, I don't think he should be the closer. I really think that should be Gallegos. I really do. Um, you got Andrew Miller. You got John Gant. Uh, you know, you got Webb. You got all these guys in there. You got Ponce. There's a lot of people to fill those innings before the ninth. And I think Carlos probably should take the eighth. If anything else, he should take the eighth. The ninth should go to Gallegos. And like I said yesterday, basically, when Carlos comes to the mound, all other issues aside, the question I ask myself is which Carlos are we going to get tonight? Are we going to get the guy that's going to get three quick outs? Are we going to get the guy throwing gas that's not afraid to go through the strike zone? Are we going to get the guy that can't pitch to the strike zone to save his life walks everybody in and then leaves only for the next guy to give up a run. That That's my thing about him being the closer. I think you don't need to put him in a tight game, especially in the postseason. Uh, eighth inning, put him in the eighth or seventh, uh, but not the closer. But yeah, uh, he's a good pitcher. You know, I got my issues with him. I still don't think, I still think the Cardinals should trade him in the offseason. And uh, it, it, a change of scenery might do him some good. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just a lot of drama on that part. But all that aside, he does have value in the bullpen right now. I don't see how you don't take him to the postseason. Now, if he was just if, – if between now and then he blows up, you know, and costs the Cardinals the division, they have to go to the wild card, I don't think you take him then, but – no one's going to listen to me on that one. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Kevin from Orlando. Good to uh, hear from you. All right, we got a text message as well. Uh, don't have a name on this one either. It says, hey, Moose, longtime listener and appreciator. Thanks. It's always nice to be appreciated. My favorite part of the weekend was watching Kimbrel's soul leave his body after the second back-to-back home run. <laughs> That's a, I put that meme up, you know, on Twitter, and that's about it. He had that look at his face like Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. You remember Mortal Kombat, the movie? Like the super cheesy movie. I think it was like 1996, 97. Might have even been 95 earlier. I don't know. But, you know, he goes, your soul is marred. That, that's, it looked like that's what he what was happening to him. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, hey, I appreciate the text, man. You guys can uh, shoot me a message. You can let me know how it's going for you, uh, 
6690. Give me thought. Give me your thoughts on uh, the postseason. What kind of roster you'd like to see? You can give me your thoughts on this uh, Diamondbacks game. Uh, middle of the sixth, six to five. Uh, Tommy Edmond. Uh, he lined out to uh, Eduardo Escobar, and uh, Edmonds two for three on the night, two ninety eight average, eight thirty eight OPS, eleven home runs on the season, limited duty. Uh, could be one of those things where the, uh, you know, as a freshman player, he's he's doing really well. Maybe the sophomore slump will come, but who knows? So we'll see how this game turns out. Uh, it's going a little bit late for me, so I'm not going to be able to finish this one out before this, uh, or you know. This episode is going to be done before we get to uh, the end of this game. Ryan Hensley has uh, replaced Adam Wainwright. Kind of wish Wayno could have gone an inning longer, but totally get it. All right. Uh, again, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, find us on Twitter at LockedOnSTL. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out. <laughs>